0: Well, good morning, Sun Valley Church. Welcome back to the Voice of the Valley. I'm Jeremy Pinch, and I just want to mention one thing. My favorite vacation spot in all of the world has got to be El Papalote, Mexico. <laughs> really? Well, maybe not vacation spot, but it is a great place to go and participate in some, some activities with you, the hires. I have... Sarah hires with me, and I have Dwight hires, and they they came all the way from from Papalote just to have this podcast. So,
1: <laughs> hey, let me tag off of that vacation <laughs> spot thing, because here's the truth: as a pastor, we have been able to go to some real nice vacations. People have been very gracious to us mm-hmm. in you know Hawaii, remote mountain cabins, uh, different things. But it wasn't until after I had gone on some mission trips that I realized after a week on missions, I was far more refreshed and ready to go back to work than I was after hmm. after two weeks in Hawaii. Yeah, uh, There's something nourishing about being poured into by the lives of the people you go to, right. pouring your life into them as well. And it does become a vacation, and everybody says, "Oh, I got to give up my vacation to go to you know. But that's not really the case. Yeah. But it feels that way at first. Sure.
0: Sure. Yeah. Well, you, when you think of vacation, you don't think of going and, and working and laboring. But um, uh-huh. no, as you mentioned, it's it's really refreshing going and and mm-hmm. being nourished by the people there that you're you're serving. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm really glad that you guys are here well, doing this podcast with us. and <laughs> okay. You guys are going to be talking about uh, being sent out, uh, being a part of the mission field, and, and some of the ways that SVC has played an impact in, in, in your guys' ministry. Sure. Uh, because we are celebrating our 20th anniversary. Awesome. <laughs> on, uh, what is that, March 16th is our, is our actual date. Uh, we'll have a time of fellowship that night on March 16th, which is a Thursday. And then we'll have an agape meal on March 19th, uh, which is a Sunday. And uh, we're looking forward to that. But I'm so glad that you guys are here with us. Oh, we're yeah. glad
2: to be here. Yeah. I wish
1: we could be here for those events, but we're going to be back in Mexico by then.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you guys, until that time, you, you're speaking at a few different churches and... Mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. You have a busy schedule, it sounds like so well that 's life yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have known the hires for uh basically my whole life mm-hmm. um it. your your daughter was our babysitter <laughs> that's true right. which yeah. is uh we remember your birth yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: sorry yeah yeah mm. well you guys i i I appreciate you and the times that I've actually have been able to go down to, to Papalote. I remember I went down there on a solo trip, uh, that That's probably right. that's five or six years ago mm-hmm. now. Uh, and that was just it was so fun to spend time with you and see your guys' ministry just on a day to day basis and I look back on that fondly and um, you guys you guys have been on the mission field for how long now? <laughs>
1: Fourteen years. Wow. It's it's the longest we've ever been any place in ministry. Wow. Prior to that was eleven years. Okay. The
0: longest. Okay. So so tell us tell us about that. Tell us how how God called you to uh, the mission field, and then maybe some some ways that uh, SVC has has played a role in in your guys's time in in El Papalote. Mm-hmm. Well, the
1: the thing I'd start off in saying that there's a call of God on my life that's affirmed in. Passage of scripture in 2 Timothy 2 2, which Paul is admonishing Timothy. Now the things that you learned, you heard, that you saw in my life, Mm. commit these to faithful men who will then be able to teach others also. Mm. I believe that God has motivated me as a as more an exhorter than a teacher. I'm I'm more Wired to try to help people put into practice what they already know, than to give them more information. That tends to be my my ministry burden and style. Sure. And uh, I I I feel that I get to do it in a unique, wonderful way in El Papalote that I couldn't even do as a pastor. And yeah. I, I felt that that was an important role in pastor pastoral too. But uh, the. The call came out of a combination of a sense of need, uh, a willingness to be open to what God is doing in the world, uh, a a love for people in Mexico. We'd we'd made some contacts and things like that. It came as a combination of factors that God confirmed in my life, and really, Sarah, He confirmed that in your life. Perhaps even stronger and earlier than in my life.
2: <clears throat> well, when I <clears throat> excuse me, when I was in junior high, I really committed my life for full-time ministry, hmm. and I thought that meant to be a missionary. Um, I was going to be a music teacher to missionary kids somewhere okay. in the world. Okay. <clears throat> I went off to Bible school, and I met Dwight. And, uh, we got married and I became a pastor's wife instead, but that was always in the back of my mind Mm. being a missionary. Uh, Dwight went on lots of mission trips, took lots of, uh, high school kids and different ones on mission trips. And there was always a reason why I couldn't go. Mm. Dwight thinks it was because I didn't want to go, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but I couldn't go, and there was a trip that came up, and I said, I'm going to go on this one. And he told people, you just watch. Two weeks before we leave, she won't be able to go. <laughs> but I went, and I fell in love hmm. with the people in Papalote. Okay. And it was to the point where when we returned... Uh, the missionary there sent out a newsletter that had pictures of another team and the women were hugging my women. Hmm. And I was so jealous. (laughs) I said, it's captured my heart. Hmm. So when the opportunity came, we went. I said, Mm -hmm. it only took 40 years for me to get to the mission field, but God had confirmed it. And we were happy to go. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's happy awesome. To go. That's awesome. Now, Fourteen years. Fourteen years. Yes.
1: That's... And it's been very rich and wonderful years. Yeah. Um, I in in pastoral ministry, you are organizing, you're administrating, you are teaching, you are you are budgeting, you are doing a variety of things. Sure. Um but but the pouring out of your life in different culture is very rich. I, I believe the th- that we've had, we've had impact in the lives of others mm-hmm. in pastoral work. And, mm-hmm. and Sarah just was recently talking, <laughs> just minutes ago, was talking to one of her mops yeah. moms that uh, used to be in her mops group. And, and there's impact you have in different people's lives. But the reality is is that there is a work that's being initiated that's being in infantile stages and you're helping to get it into juvenile stage and you're hoping that when you're dead, it's going to go on into adult stage and Mm -hmm. reproduce and produce others as well. That is what's happening in Mexico. And and so there's a very fulfilling thing that happens in my life as a result of it. It's it's awesome. Um,
2: Well, it's just when you see someone come to faith in Christ... And five years later, they're entering the seminary mm-hmm. wanting to be used as a church planter. The, the growth yeah. that, that you get to see happen, it's amazing. And to yeah. think maybe we had a little part in that. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah one of the That's screwball cool. kids that we had in our <laughs> ministry, and he was a real screwball, yeah. is a very effective pastor now. Yeah. But then that was the same thing with me. I was a hothead rebel as a teenager right. and god uses me so right. so we all have growth points and opportunities yeah. and and god does that through yeah. this process of discipleship and growth yeah. that he has designed for every one of us
0: yeah dwight you you um i i met up with you uh when you were back during covid um, yeah. and you were sharing some just encouraging things that were actually happening while you guys were away uh, during mm-hmm. COVID, and yeah. you, you were mentioning how these teachings, the seminary, was actually carrying on mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. flourishing, actually, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. with you guys not being there. Yeah, because because of COVID. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, it's a, no, <laughs> it's, it's a reality
1: thing. We, we keep saying we're doing God's work. Yeah. We're cooperating with the work of God, but when you're pulled out of the picture and you really get to see it is God's work that is going forward. I think it's really more encouraging to us. Uh, but we because of COVID we had to go online. We ended up contacting people in different States of Mexico and they participated. Uh, we have one that's expected to graduate this year because Mm. of that going online. Um, we have other things that happen. Um, one of the most creative was what I call an accidental church plant. Hmm. There was a pastor who was not pastoring a church at the time. He had brothers and sisters that were going to different churches nearby. They couldn't go to church, so they met in their house, and they'd sing songs and share from the Word of God together, and pretty soon neighbors heard it, and they kind of came in, and, and one thing led to another, and they, were, they have now planted a church. In fact, just last... It was last week. Yeah, last week we physically put down yeah. dollars on property for them to be able to construct a building. Yeah. Well that's I was awesome. thinking
2: of one of the other things that happened during COVID was that you weren't there to teach. Mm-hmm. And neither was any other American mm-hmm. there to teach in the seminary. And God raised up Mexican teachers. Mm-hmm. Which is what we have said all along that we want the seminary to be self sustaining mm-hmm. so that they don't need us. Yeah. And even though we wish they needed us more, <laughs> yeah. it was very exciting <laughs> when we went back to yeah. realize wow, yeah. it can continue yeah. with Mexicans. It doesn't have uh-huh. to be Americans. Right, right.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I'm down to only teaching one or two cl- courses a year. Wow. During COVID, I got to teach one of those classes from Canada to Mexico. <laughs> That's yeah. a nice things that technology allows. Yeah. So, so there are some some things that happened at COVID that are very positive. Uh, I I really believe that there was more ownership hmm. of the of the ministry by the Mexicans without the Americans there for most of two years. No, I guess it was only about a year that we were gone. But it just felt so detached. Yeah, it felt sure. like an eternity.
0: Sure, sure. So, yeah, you I I remember in that conversation you were just you were you're ramping up to get back down there and <laughs> we were. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so another another highlight of mine when I was was down there. I think the last time we were actually a, a group was down there was when we had that dinner with all the pastors oh, of the original so graduating <clears throat> uh, that was class. A well done event. That was that mm. was really really impactful for me of I just is seeing that. These men go through this seminary and then be spread out in all these yeah. different areas across Mexico and just the love and, and camaraderie and, and all that was there. Uh it was it was really special. That was
1: amazingly it. if we had that same event today and that was like three years ago or four years ago. It so pre COVID pre tw- twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen, yeah. somewhere in there. Yeah. yeah. We would be we would be adding five more pastors yeah. in that short time. Isn't that great?
0: Yeah that is that's amazing yeah uh-huh. now so speaking of of groups that have been down there uh we've we've sent numerous uh teams from SVC down to Papalote mm-hmm. and i know that you've had some pretty exciting times with some of those groups uh can you can you share some of those highlights that you oh, guys have experienced
2: oh, sure <clears throat> we were just talking about that uh Sun Valley has sent many groups and it seems that they have these groups have done things that no other groups have done <laughs> very unique uh, opportunities and tasks and the one that that we almost laugh about it's not really funny but we had <clears throat> dr. Vickers and dr. Whittlesley down for a they did a um, medical clinic. Mm-hmm. And while, you know, among many other people, but while they were doing that, one of our pastor's fathers died. Hmm. And the custom is that you, that the family digs the grave and you only have so many hours before that has to be finished for the burial. So everybody was pulled off doctoring and everything else to go over to the, graveyard and dig the grave yeah and
1: uh and they dig they dug it in by flashlights in the dark <laughs> and and received uh pizza as the meal you know you're sitting around a graveyard eating pizza digging a hole yeah. and your medical doctor you should be able to be healing and, yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. burying and yet i think that they would both say those were big events in their but life. it
2: was it was the attitude of the team members you mm-hmm. know we're here to do whatever mm-hmm I mean, we have skills,
0: mm-hmm.
2: but we'll do whatever needs to be done. And it was a great testimony to the family. Um, there were there were other. Uh, I mean, it was Sun Valley that that sent Sarah a Rifle then, mm-hmm. and then Josh and Sarah mm-hmm. Ryan yeah. as interns that um, people still talk about. Mm. And In
1: fact, one of the families that they had the biggest impact on, just this year, he started attending seminary. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's, okay. that's a cool little but, connection there that's happened. And, yeah. and he's a very competent individual. I don't know exactly how God's going to use him, but that'd be great. Well, Barry
2: know? Rival will tell you that he was uh, working at one of our churches, Benito Garcia, when he heard this scream... Mm-hmm. Because across the road, he had two women that were cleaning out a house mm-hmm. full of cockroaches mm-hmm. and dirt and grime, and and uh, the cockroaches were plentiful. Mm. <laughs> but, the, but again, it was the willingness to do something unpleasant
0: mm-hmm.
2: to show love and concern to a woman in need. Yeah. Uh, Sunvale. I mean, it's all over the team members from you know. Sun I remember
1: Valley. Rick Erickson, for instance. Rick, Rick Erickson just has a lot of good competency in in uh, in construction areas, and he's being asked to work with less than the best tools and sure. and sure. the best materials, and he mm-hmm. made it work. Yeah, uh, it was fun. Or, or oh well, we. I could name so many names. I better stop, otherwise yeah. I'll get in trouble for the five that I didn't name. <laughs> but <laughs> there are some real cool people that mm-hmm. come from San, San Valley, and great events happened because yeah. they
0: they were there. Yeah, Yeah. I remember the the very first time I went down to Papalote, uh, Benito Garcia, the church there wasn't a thing. Uh huh. And is it pa- Pastor Javier? Yeah. He, yes, he's, he's, at he's still Garcia. pastoring there. He planted that. And still I passion. remember. I remember having these times together. Uh, that first time of of them talking about planning a church in Benito Garcia, walking in the area and not praying, knowing yeah. and praying, and and then going back the most recent time, and we were putting a roof on that other building that was yeah, the there fir- the garage yeah. door yep yeah, yep. building yeah yeah, yeah. that was i mean it's just it's so fun to see mm-hmm. god working well know, in different and
2: ways. the part of the story now is that there is a couple from benito garcia that trusted christ there mm-hmm. and are attending the seminary now yeah mm-hmm. so you saw it before it started mm-hmm. i mean when it was just A bare lot, or almost a bare lot, and now a church that's sending.
1: You may have been even there before we had the property, weren't you? I think so, yeah. Yeah, we we just moved into—there was a little house house structure. Uh, We didn't own it, nothing there— Kids used to do drugs and stuff like that. And we just went over and started having meetings with kids <laughs> with no permission at all. That's where, that's how we started in terms of physical presence in Benito. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. But but that work, that work we almost declared dead. Mm. Almost declared it dead. Uh, but then said, no, we're going to do some more focused prayer walking. Mm-hmm. And we just literally went up and down every street. Uh, we did it. Teams did it, mm-hmm. praying for whoever's in this house. God, open their heart, open their life, break the, the the strongholds that Satan has. All of that type of thing that kept kept being the thing, and that has planted a church.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. The power of God, yeah, and, and a flourishing church. Yes, yeah. uh, and we've got to build a auditorium for them it, it's they're all the time yeah. crunching in with the, a couple more chairs here and these two three people standing around there yeah. that's what's go, going on right now and we need to get a auditorium but then we've got these other church plants that we're worried about too at the same time i don't know how to solve all these kinds of <laughs> dynamics
0: well thankfully we have another team going down to papalote this yes summer. Yeah. yes there'll be work yeah uh-huh so is 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 this the first time you guys have had teams since COVID? Or if you, did you have teams last year? What, what we would, what had like?
1: one team that made it through COVID. Okay. During the COVID period, we had one team come for those three years. Uh, that's it, it changed the dynamic of what we did. Uh, God supplied our needs. We don't say that we're a failure because of it. Things flourished during that time. But the the dynamic of having teams now that are... I think really going to be able to come, that's a wonderful thrill of our heart. Um, We love having teams because things happen because people come. And and it happens because of the spark that it does in the Mexican lives. They're encouraged. I think it happens because people go back and say, we need to pray more fervently for these Mm -hmm. because anything of significance is going to happen because of prayer, not because we worked harder than anybody else worked. Sure. Uh, so teams are critical to what we do, um, and we are looking forward to a, a full week of full summer of teams. At the end of the summer, I'll say be saying other things yeah. probably. <laughs> <that>.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, it was, um, you know, I was really happy when you guys came back. Uh, was that during the summer or the fall? When were you guys back here? Last
2: August and September,
0: August and September, and uh, Javier and Sarah, yes, yeah, they God came during that time, yeah, yes, that Those was the students they graduate was, this year, yeah. I, you know, I've I, I, again, I've had the opportunity to see the ministry in person, and, mm-hmm. and other people have as well, but mm-hmm. to to actually see the really the face of what you guys are doing down there, I think, was really in, in, encouraging for people. We wish
2: that we could bring more folks yeah. up but they're not documented and so sure. can't yeah. do it sure but they happen to have all the documentation yeah and we said they wanted to come to washington to see elk <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> and only we, got to see three <laughs> but we said we'll help you come to washington but it means you're going to share in some yeah. churches and they said oh yeah yeah, yeah. we'll do that so
0: no, that was great they're, was great they're
2: a real them. quality couple yeah family yeah.
0: Yeah. So, what are some what are some impacts that you guys have experienced from SVC's participation? Maybe not necessarily the the teams that go down there, but maybe what are some other impacts that SVC has has had? We
2: have been very fortunate, impressed, blessed by the care hmm. of Sun Valley Church. There's no question uh, in our mind, that you have, you have kept our face um, in front of the people. Mm. We know that you pray for us and that you come visit us. We don't feel isolated at all, and that's been a great, great blessing from mm. the church.
1: Well, San Valley is also sacrificed. Uh, yes, they're one of the very generous partners in our our ministry, and we appreciate that, and have even focused in on some abundant uh, giving, plus there are individuals that do that. So they've had a financial impact, they've had an emotional impact, they've had a spiritual impact through prayer. Uh, It's a great impact. Uh, We we are encouraged by Sun Valley and the work that has happened in our lives. Mm. We feel loved by the people here. Mm. And, yeah. uh, you know, some specific name uh, images come sure, to mind sure. that, that always go out of the way to greet us every time we come. And, yeah. uh, so that's, that's part of it too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember a conversation that we had, uh, that, uh, you know, you were, you were talking about life on the missions field and, and, and one thing that you would take above anything else is prayer. Um, you know, we obviously we need money, but we need prayer above that. And, and, uh, yeah, that was a, that, that money prayer balance
1: is something people don't understand how critical the prayer is. Mm -hmm. Um, my phrase is if we were there with a million dollars to spend and zero prayer and zero spiritual support we would accomplish less than what we could accomplish with $10 with phenomenal Mm. spiritual power. Mm. Um, We are trying to do the impossible. Mm. We are trying to see dead people come to life. Mm. Dead people don't come to life because people work hard, because people know how to make it happen. They don't come to life because suddenly... You've found the key secret to sure, sure, yeah. to, to revitalizing people. Yeah. They come to life because God does a work in taking people who are headed to hell and brings them into his family, and they are in his forever family going to heaven. Mm-hmm. It's a phenomenal difference, mm-hmm. and that can only happen by the power of the Spirit of God. Yeah, yeah amen. Amen um we we are doing something uh, christ came he said that he would build his church Mm -hmm. his church was a thing god gave us a vision to try to plant eight churches in five years now that was a little crazy because in the previous 15 years we planted seven and so actually previous 20 years we planted seven and we're going to try to plant eight and five but that Setting that goal, I think it was a real God-ordained thing because we we set that goal in December of twenty one for our uh, December of nineteen for our twenty twenty vision. Yeah. Starting in the year twenty twenty, we're going to do this, <laughs> and you know, COVID hit, and from the natural <laughs> mind, you just throw the papers up in the air right. and you walk away and say, "Well, so much for that idea." Right. But, but it wasn't true. Mm-hmm. God continued to make it happen. And we now have 11 places that the gospel is going forward that didn't before. Yeah. Now, they aren't all churches. No, we have 11 preaching points plus six churches. No, am I getting it wrong? She's I'm, looking with her—she's <laughs> rolling her eyes, folks. I wish you could see this well, on the podcast. I would say it differently. Okay.
2: We have seven established churches. Ch- we have four new ones since the 2020 vision wow, okay. that are established. Okay. And we have... Well,
1: to the point of actually having property. Right.
2: That's what okay. I mean. They're yeah. established churches. And then we have many Bible studies that are happening that aren't really fully... We can't really call them a church yet. Sure. So, sure. So... Yeah.
1: Plus, we have two guys full-time beginning the summer. Whose goal is to plant a church that haven't yet selected a site. Mm. So we're we're excited about what God's saying, and not one, we couldn't say that even one church is a plant is planted yet because we don't have any elected fish any elected lay leaders mm. in any of those churches. Sure. And we believe that there needs to be people appointed to be elders to is one of the criteria for calling it a church. Yeah. It's not the property. Sure. sure, it's not the property, folks. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, one of them that's the furthest along in terms of getting lay leaders doesn't, doesn't have property. They're meeting on somebody's par- parcel down mm-hmm.
0: right now. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. It's exciting is. to see and hear what mm-hmm. God's doing uh, in the ministry. Well,
2: one of the things that's exciting was that when, in 2009, when we became missionaries and went to Mexico, mm-hmm. we didn't know any of this was going to happen. We just went there to help sure. the missionary that was already there, which meant just helping, yeah. you know. Yeah. And since then, God just has exploded mm-hmm. the area with with a vision of reaching people and planting churches. And yeah, pretty pretty exciting.
0: Yeah. So. You know, one of, the, one of the main things that we're, we're pushing and making sure that the people know as we celebrate this 20-year vision is that God is faithful. Mm-hmm. And it sounds mm-hmm. like God has been incredibly oh, cool. faithful to you guys at, in, in Papalote.
1: I wouldn't just call it faithful. Yeah. I would say He's abundant mm-hmm. in His faithfulness. Uh, he, he keeps His promises, But he throws stuff in he never promised, you know. (laughs) (laughs) He never promised a lot of the the blessings that he has given me. Uh, I I am am rejoicing at how good he has been to me. Uh, I believe in the faithfulness of God because sun doesn't come in the, up in the morning if it wasn't for God's faithfulness. Right. Atoms don't hold together. He holds those together by the word of his power, the Bible says. Uh, those things don't happen without the faithfulness of God. Mm-hmm. And, and he has set, set physical laws, spiritual laws, promises, great and precious promises he's given to us. And then he seems to say, for you, I want to give you this also. And it's it's fun. Being in ministry is a kick in the pants. Mm-hmm. It really is. It is a, a lot of fun. People talk about the difficulties, to you know, you, uh, you know, that kind of attitude. And, and there are difficult days in ministry. Sure. But when you look at the whole track, mm. it is a joy to be in ministry.
2: I was going to share one of those surprises because when when we left to go to Mexico we left our families behind Mm -hmm. our kids and our grandkids and as a grandma that was I mean God called us so I knew we were going but it's still hard sure so we weren't we weren't in Mexico very long when children started showing up at our Doorstep, hmm. and God brought other grandchildren for us to pour into their lives. So He didn't, He didn't leave the void. Sure. I mean, we still miss our kids greatly, but He brought others for us to love. Yeah. And that was a special surprise blessing that yeah. we were not expecting.
1: Well, and it's still having an impact on them. We had a couple. Three of our grandsons come down last last summer. And so Sarah put together a memory book, you know, one of those mm-hmm. things that you send off and sure. they, they print it up for you. And when when the grandsons opened that for Christmas, my daughter said, total gift giving ended. Hmm. It just it, it just was over <laughs> yeah. for about half an hour where hmm. they couldn't not talk about El Papalote. We have grandchildren who said, Oh, El Papalote is my favorite place. I just mm-hmm. want to go back to El Papalote. And I so, say
2: anytime. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: there's those connections, and then to see a, a, we've got a granddaughter that graduates high school, I graduate university this year, wow. and she is trying to launch herself as a missionary. Wow, that's a, that's cool too. Yeah. So God, God has blessed us yeah. richly.
0: Yeah. Uh, while we're there. Yeah. Yeah, well praise God. Praise God. Now you guys you guys have been on the mission field for um fourteen years. Fourteen years. And but you were in ministry prior to that. You've you've mm-hmm. been on the pastoral side of it yeah. and you've now been on the missional side of it. Um it, you guys have seen the ups and downs even on the mission field. You've mm-hmm. seen the ups mm-hmm. and downs of of ministry and what that looks like. Uh with that being said, how would you How would you encourage the people of Sun Valley, uh, when they consider SVC's history, as they look forward uh, Mm -hmm. to what God's Mm going to do, how would you encourage the people of Sun Valley uh, to to keep charging on?
1: Okay. You start from what is the church. Clearly, it is Christ's church. Mm -hmm. Failures from the man's standpoint happen the stamp of Christ is not removed from the church hmm. until he's written Ichabod over it. That does happen to some churches. But but there are down points in all ministries. Every one of them uh, have down points, and they have people who fail. They have uh, bad decisions that are made. They have uh, outside pressures that press upon them. But it is Christ church. Mm-hmm. And the gates of hell itself will not prevail against it. And I've got to have the mindset that it's not what I do makes the church. But God still allows me the privilege <laughs> of being able to, to invest energy hmm. into something eternal. Hmm. The church will last hmm last right up to the big culmination time mm-hmm. in the great marriage supper of the lamb mm-hmm. you know the whole thing mm-hmm. is is part of god's plan and and you get to be part of it sadly i think some of the stupidest things that christians do is go home on sunday morning and talk about the negative things that happened in church mm-hmm. You have poisoned the ears and the minds of your children when you do it. Mm-hmm. You know, when you gripe and complain about the lack of perfection in your church, you are, you are bad mouthing Christ's bride. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> the one person you don't bad mouth a bride is to a groom, <laughs> that just doesn't work. And there are people that do it right in front of Christ, yeah. gripe about his bride. Mm-hmm. That that will poison the minds and the hearts of your children. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to be as excited about the church as Christ is about the church, mm-hmm. and he's pretty excited about it. Mm-hmm. That's his focus. Mm-hmm. He's he's moving towards this great marriage supper of the Lamb. Mm-hmm. This is a, this is an exciting thing to him, mm-hmm. and and that's going to be be, be a, a a celebration like no celebration has ever 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 happened before.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If if we can get a God focus about what the church is, then. Where the church fails becomes less of an issue. God did the same thing with us. We're, we're messed up, broken people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we still struggle, every one of us. We like to pretend that we, we've got it together. Yeah. But we struggle in some area of our life. And God loves us with an everlasting love Mm -hmm. in the middle of all the messes we are part of. Mm -hmm. And if God has that eternal love for us, when we fail, and the forgiveness he grants, when we fail and acknowledge it and repent, shouldn't we have that same kind of love for his church Mm -hmm. when things don't go perfectly?
2: Mm -hmm. Well, and that's universal. Yeah. Because... This was all part, you know, when we're talking about the church here in the United States. But the same is true of the church in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And there will be failures and there will be disappointments. And and yet the focus has to be on what God is doing and how I can join him and fit in, mm-hmm. not... Did I get my feelings hurt, or I feel a failure because I tried something that didn't work, mm-hmm. but that that God is the one that our focus is um if everybody you know I like to think if everyone was like me it would everything would be perfect. <laughs> the fact is if everyone was like me, it would be a mess yeah, yeah. um <laughs> and so. So we're we we're dealing with all the same things in Mexico mm-hmm. that we deal with here. Right. Um, yeah. it was something interesting a question was asked me one time, well, what do you what do you do hmm. in Mexico? The fact is all the same things I did here. I'm just in a different culture. Right. And so the attitude that we have here about Christ Church is the same in Mexico, mm. and it's it's no it's not different because we crossed a border sure
1: sure just this week, <clears throat> I was dealing with an issue that a dear friend of mine has been ousted from his church mm. um, and and the people ousted him have told outright lies mm. involved in it. He hurts, he's, he's broken, his, his wife is hurting. We all get at that point, and we want to retaliate and make things even in this life. Mm. You can't balance things out in this life. And yet, at the same time, he's also thinking of, you know, but this happened here, and this happened here. And, 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 and he's rejoicing over that. Um, there has to be that understanding yeah. You have good days and bad days. Yeah. You have good days and bad days in ministry, whether it's pastoral ministry or mission, missionaries. We all put our pants on one leg at a time. Mm-hmm. You know, every one of us do. Right. And so we need to have the focus on God. Uh, there's an old song that nobody sings anymore. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Oh, we sing it Look here. F- Oh, you do <laughs> yeah. good. Look full in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Mm-hmm. When when we get our focus where it ought to be, the mess and the garbage can just fade away. Mm-hmm. And and we can revel. In who Jesus is, sing it next time with that admonition. Yeah. You know, if if Jeremy leads you in music on that song, do it with gusto because it really is true. When life is a mess, and you start focusing on Jesus, there's something wonderful. I know that that's not a scriptural promise, you know, yeah. It's, yeah. but it's a scriptural concept. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: He's preaching now.
1: No, this is good. (laughs) This is good. Yeah, you don't get very many times where you don't get some kind of admonition from Dwight. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's why I love it. That's why I love meeting with you. Uh, Church, well, first of all, Dwight and Sarah, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. We really do appreciate your words of wisdom and. Your encouragement and what God's doing in in Papalote—it's it's so exciting, mm. yeah. And it's so exciting to be a part of it too. What an honor
1: to be part of El Papalote of of Sun Valley, mm. twenty years, and we get to be part of it for for twelve or thirteen of those twenty years. Yeah. That's an amazing thing. Yeah. Uh, but you well,
2: really need to come down over New Year's. Okay. <laughs> this is the first year we have been in Papalote. For New Year's okay yeah you don't <sighs> sleep the oh. guns and the fireworks all night long yeah. and I went oh my goodness where'd all these guns come from can,
1: can you imagine being a dog in that culture oh. oh man it is incredible okay it makes fourth of July look like child's play here okay in terms okay. of the it,
2: pure noise it's yeah, not yeah. the
1: lights in the sky it's just sheer noise yes okay <laughs>
2: So you're welcome. I'm
0: going to put that on the calendar. (laughs) New Year's Eve and they'll pop along. (laughs) Well, thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. And uh, we're excited to see what God's going to do this summer. Yes. uh, As our team goes down there and... It'll be a a surprise. We'll see
2: how far along we are on
0: some things. Yeah, it's always a surprise when you go down there. Yeah, that's why we we say the people
1: who go are flexicans. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're flexicans. You better be flexican. You can't go to Mexico without being a flexican. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, church, we love you. We look forward to being with you on Sunday and next week on the Voice of the Valley. Have a great day.